Hey, everybody. Welcome to the SOS Small Business Success Podcast. You know, we're all about building brands for you to survive and developing you so you can thrive. I'm your host each and every week, Bonnie Bonadeo. So, you know, you can find me on Anchor, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, all of those good channels that host wonderful podcasts. And, and uh, I just want to thank all of you guys for listening to me and jumping on. I see that my numbers are growing here. Um, after five years of doing a live radio show um you know all around beauty and uh it was it was an amazing experience i wanted to just narrow my focus down a little bit and try to focus in more specifically on small businesses and the struggles that they're facing especially under current times that we're in right now so we are all about making sure that we're building brands that survive while developing you to thrive. And you know, that's kind of the question. I saw this post on um, Facebook the other day and it says, what is more important, technical skills or personal soft skills as they call them? And the question becomes, you know, you can't have one without the other. You could be a great haircutter and be a shitty person. And I promise you, there's going to be a point where you're not going to continue to grow. Or you could be the nicest person in the world and do shitty work. Um, and you're eventually not going to be able to grow. So you have to be able to find the balance between the two. It's like, you know, and I'm going to throw out all different industries so you can kind of get the picture here. Obviously, I spend a lot of time in the beauty industry. So, you know, again, you could be a great hairstylist. You could do really fantastic work, but have a shitty attitude. And I promise you, people might tolerate you for a while, but they may not recommend you or tolerate you for the long term. And you will eventually not be able to grow your business. Or let's say that um, a chef does amazing food. Um, it, you know, it looks good. It tastes good. Everything is phenomenal about the food, but he or she is a terrible person to work with back in the kitchen. Um, you know, you may not know it as a consumer, but how that will impact the business, the restaurant business is that they'll keep losing employees and losing employees. And then eventually people are going to be like, nothing's consistent here. And clients and consumers will stop showing up. So in the guise of, is it better to have technical skills or personal soft skills? I'm going to say you have to work on both. And the, this, this particular podcast is really to help you in not only, you know, some technical skills as business owners, but also those soft skills that you need to have as a leader, as a, 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 somebody being in the service business and how we cater to that conversation as we look at what are the strategies that you need to find the opportunities so that you can have the success, okay? And those strategies are always in these five categories. It's sales, operation, mindset, marketing, and education. And each and every week we focus in on one of these five categories to be able to help you understand not only maybe technical opportunities or strategies to support you to be 
better skilled, but also looking at those personal and soft skills to be able to have you, how do you ask the question? How do you approach the conversations? How do you lead your team? How do you, you know, find that level of commitment that you might need in order to grow yourself here? And today we're going to be talking about it from that educational standpoint. So education, meaning one of two things. One, what do you need to learn? And two, what do you need to teach? Okay, so one, what do you need to learn? Two, what do you need to teach? That's how I kind of categorize this particular, um, you know, part of the, 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 the five stages of the strategy here. And we're going to talk about luck or strategy, you know, which one are you banking on right now? And so first, I want to say happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. Um, you know, because I think that there is some opportunities where you're in the right place at the right time. I think there is some opportunities where some people are just more favorably lucky than other people. Um, and I think that no matter what, you can bank on a little bit of luck. And I would encourage, <coughs> gosh, excuse me, I knew that was coming. You can bank on a little bit of luck. And I certainly encourage that mindset because if you feel like you're lucky, more luck is going to show up for you, just like you're going to manifest it, right? But as business owners, we have to also make sure that we're relying on strategy to be able to get us to that next level. So we're going to look at a couple different things here. And I'm going to focus on the a service provider type industry, but it's still going to qualify for um, other small business industries too, um, restaurants, gyms, spas, things like that. All right. So as you all know that, you know, this whole podcast is kind of tied around uh, me not being able to be on a boat and be sailing, um, which has turned into a recent passion of mine. And so uh, when sailors are off to the sea, this is how they share their, this is how people share good luck with them. So may you have fair winds and following seas. That expression of fair winds is used to wish person a, a person, you know, a safe journey or good fortune. Um, because what we know to be true for a sailor is that they kind of can't predict wind or weather. All right. But ultimately, they have to stay on course. So when they're going into these, this level of uncertainty in their journey, they still need to figure out how to be able to stay on course. And the way to stay on course of, is, of course, strategy. Okay. So having a destination or a goal holding a course uh, to be able to reach that essential part of where you're heading and then understanding how to be able to navigate it in a way that's going to make sense, which sometimes means you're going out of the way to get to your destination or you're going around a storm to get on the other side of it. Okay. So in the world of sailing, it teaches us really uh, pertinent life skills such as respect, persistence, and the ability to adapt to changing situations. Now, that's not just in sailing. We know as business owners that that also is, is very much uh, applies to us, that level of respect that we have to have uh, for the nature of our business, the persistence to keep going, and now more than ever, we have to be so persistent because we're all still rebuilding and things are still very uncertain. And then, of course, there's that ability to adapt to change. Um, and it is a, it is, it's a change in world right now. So a lot of people are migrating 
they're migrating, clients are migrating away from maybe where they've been going to, and you might be seeing an, an uptick of new clients. But then at the same time, stylists are migrating away from where they're currently at to new places or to independent structures. Um, and then that's kind of leaving people in a pickle because they've got the new clients. They don't have the right crew to be able to support them. Now, this is kind of a, a funny thing. They say, you know, if you're a sailor, this, the, you would be able to do these four things, okay? So if you're a sailor, you would be able to understand how to stay on course, right? That it wouldn't be luck, that it would be strategy. Now, we all look to the sky and we're like, okay, I want luck on my side if you're going to head out into the ocean because it can be very unpredictable. But the most important thing is, is that if the weather is not good or the seas are not calm, that you need to implement strategy to be able to do that. So a good sailor knows how to stay on course. A good sailor knows how to stay on course with a drink in their hand. A good sailor knows how to stay on course with a drink in their hand and can hold a conversation with you. And an ultimate sailor can stay on course with a drink in their hand, have a conversation with you and be able to tell you a joke, okay? So that's what makes up a good sailor. So I want you to think about yourself as a business owner right now. What makes you a good business owner? Okay. Do you have the ability to stay on course? Do you have the ability to still have fun with your team and uh, converse with clients on a regular ongoing basis? And then, of course, to keep things light, to understand that, you know, shit happens and um, we all have to kind of like roll with the punches sometimes. But are you able to laugh at some of the things and have a good sense of humor that um, are kind of repeating themselves right now? But we have to be able to then say, if, if you're not comfortable with any one of those things that we just discussed to be a good sailor or be a be good business person, what areas do you need to create more certainty in? Okay. If we have the ability to be more strategic in our processes, what area do we have the ability to create more certainty? And certainty is, is first and foremost, awareness. You're aware that something is not right. You're aware that you're not growing. You're aware that you're not getting new clients. You're aware that your, your team and crew is, are, are leaving you. You're aware that it's difficult to hire new people, okay? So awareness, nurturing, practice, um, really being able to kind of keep your eye on the prize, right? Eye on the prize. If you're going to be setting yourself out to sea for endless you know, period of time, you want to know where that land is eventually. You want to know where that land is eventually. Or to tie it into today being St. Patrick's Day, you want to be able to follow that rainbow to that pot of gold. All right. And just like anything, you know, we're all chasing that rainbow and we're all chasing that pot of gold, but there are strategies to be able to help you get there. All right. So how off course are you right now? You know, I think at this point we are, uh, March 2021, we have all looked at our 2020 numbers, okay? And this is the last week for most of us before we went into shutdown. This is the last week before we shut down. And so the numbers from 2019 to 2020 are more than relevant. Then we have to be able to now look at a new course moving forward. So anything after this week is a new course of moving forward, okay? And comparing 
2020 to 2021 is not going to be relevant. Comparing 2019 to 2021 is not going to be relevant. However, we have to have a starting point, okay? So here's kind of a, here's a philosophy that the, the air navigation um, industry uses. And, they, and it's a rule of thumb that's known as one in 60 rule, okay? And it states that for every one degree a plane veers off its course, it misses its target destination one mile for every 60 miles you fly. So a plane has a charted course to be able to get you your destination. If it has to go off course for any reason, by one degree, you are 60 miles off course. Now, imagine you're flying thousands of miles, you know, one country to the next. Uh, this means that the further you travel, the further you, away you are from your destination. Okay? And 2020 certainly kind of took us off course. And um, a lot of us are struggling to be able to say, how do I get back on course? How do I start again? How do I make things happen? And everything seems to be much more difficult than it was before, you know, where we might have relied on uh, Facebook ads or even Google ads in the past. We don't seem to have the same the same results with them today. And they're, and they're constantly changing. So it's, it's, it's impossible to keep up on some of those things. Uh, word of mouth is not a very easy tactic, marketing tactic today, because we're not out talking to people. So there isn't really that word of mouth opportunity to be able to bank on, you know, passing out business cards, which was, you know, an ideal marketing strategy that is, I don't think is ever gonna go out of style, but who are you passing your cards to? Uh, all of these things are not as effective as they were pre-pandemic. And so we have to be able to look at where our course is right now. Where are we heading and where are we at? And, and you have to look, you guys, you have to look at these numbers. You can't ignore them, okay? So let's look at some level of uncertainty that we know is happening on a regular and ongoing basis. And I'm going to kind of compare it to the sailor. So for a sailor, it would be weather. Weather would take you off course. Wind would take you off course. Um, having sick crew will take you off course. And of course, losing any crew members is going to definitely alter your ability to get to where you're trying to go in a timely manner. For a business owner like yourself, technology might be one of the things that's creating that uncertainty for you, okay? What used to be easy before is not so easy now. You've got to learn some new skills. You gotta up your game in regards to your digital presence. And that requires you to be a little bit more educated or hire experts, okay? And, and you know, and I'm not saying that, that hiring experts have to be expensive. I'm one of those experts and I'm not that expensive. And I'm, I'm, I'm not happy to be able to say that, but I'm also letting you know that the reason why I can call myself an expert is because I've been doing this long enough and I've seen the results of how I've helped people, but I'm not so overly sophisticated in technology because I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a hairdresser like you. I've had to reinvent myself in order for my business to have success. And these are the things I can share with you. So the truth is, is what I've become is a teacher and an educator of how to be able to have a stronger digital presence. So that's the part that I teach and coach on. That's the part that I support you on to be able to do that, okay? Uh, another uncertainty for business owners is loyalty. Not only loyalty with their crew, but loyalty with their clients. 
So we know there's a lot of migration going on. There's a lot of people moving from one place to the next. And I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. I think there's going to be a continuation of, of this migration happening because we've been stuck. We've been told we can't do, can't go, can't see, can't touch all of these situations and people are getting frustrated and bored. And it's not, you know, it's not as easy to say, well, I'm going to move my home or I'm going to, you know, get in a relationship or get out of a relationship. Those things are not as easy, but sometimes shifting jobs can be that one change that allows people to feel like they have control of their lives again. And because right now we feel very much out of control with our lives. So loyalty is a big issue right now, clients and crew. Um, of course, if you have sick crew, that cr has created a certain damper on all of this. And then, of course, if you're losing any of your team or your crew, um, that can have a big impact on your business and being able to continue to grow it. So I have been touting since December about you know the SOS hiring boot camp and course that I did. I'll share that with you in the end because you need to be in recruitment mode all the time right now. You cannot bank on your people are going to stay with you this year. There's it's possible you're going to have some serious migration going on. All right. We just have to we have to plan for that. That would be strategy we're planning for. Okay. All right. So then what we have to look for, if, if we know that a sailor is planning for bad weather and no wind, right? Because that, that's, that's, that's a real predicament for a sailor. If he doesn't have any wind, it means that it's not like he can just sit there and wait for wind because he's on a moving body of water. So which means that he's moving with the body of water as well. And even though he doesn't have wind to get him to his destination, he still has to use his sails as a strategy, okay, to be able to maintain his course. So he's got to counterbalance no wind in order to stay on course here. But let's look at some educating yourself. And I'm going to reference service providers as, um, you know, as as an opportunity here. So this would include freelance people, coaches, this would include, you know, maybe even restaurants, but certainly since I do a lot in the beauty industry, this is definitely includes, you know, from a salon point of view. So if you look at the number of total clients that you have, okay, or customers, if you're, if you're, if you're measuring this type of thing, you have to be able to then say, you know, is it a lack of customers right now? Am I catering to the customers in, in the best way for them to be and maintain more loyalty towards me? Um, am I in need of new customers? And how do I go about putting together a strategy to be able to find new customers? And then, of course, looking at your daily clients. So for a service-based business, this would be the number of people coming into your restaurant. This would be the number of people coming in to have their hair done or, or if you're um, a coach, the number of client calls that you have in on that day. All right. And then of course, looking at, you know, new versus repeat are, are most of the people that you're seeing already existing clients or what percentage of them are new clients? Because there's strategies that you'd have to put into place in order to have that new client become more loyal. And there's strategies that you have to put into place to continue to add value to your existing clients to keep them loyal in there. So let's look at it from a, a let's say a service provider opportunity here. So let's say that as a hairstylist, here's some figures for you guys. 
120 clients is what you need to have in order to make a decent living. Now, there are obviously some variables on this, you know, if, and this would be considering that it's a, that you're a stylist that does all services um, and that you have cuts, color, men, women, that type of variance in your bookings. Um, it would also mean that you're creating what would be considered average pricing for your services, okay? Because I know you might have a smaller town that might seem unrealistic. You might not be able to charge as much. So of course you might need more clients, but here's what the average is. 120 clients to make a decent living. That's it. So how many clients does your team have? Okay. How many clients does your team have? And I'm referencing here like salon spa environment for this particular example here. And then to be able to look at kind of your daily clients, how many total clients do you have coming in every day? And you'd want to measure that from looking at it from say 2019, because that would be a, that would be a high point. Then you want to be able to look at where you're at with 2020 and you want to be able to understand the variance between 2019 and 2020. Now we know a lot of reasons why in 2020 we probably don't have the same client count. Um, but the truth is that should be able to kind of say 30% of my clients have not come back. And then you have to understand that some of them might not be comfortable coming back. So you would have to cater to how can I make them feel comfortable and wanting to come back. And then a certain percentage of them probably ended up going somewhere else. Okay. Whether it's the grocery store buying a box color or a type of online purchase your color online type of program going to another salon, maybe not even getting their hair done at all. Maybe they're just like seriously not in a, in a grow out or they're in a grow out phase type of thing. So then you have to be able to think, all right, if I've got 30% to make up, then I have to figure out how to be able to increase my sales to my existing clients or find new clients. Okay. Cause we understand there's only two ways to increase your sales. Upsell to the ones you have, find new ones. Okay. Keep them loyal keep adding value to them. So this is where in category three here, we're talking about it is new clients versus repeat clients. So rebooking, retention, frequency, upsell. If you're another type of a service-based business, then it's creating incentives. It's, it's creating reminders. It's creating opportunities for um, people to come in and get savings. It's creating ultimate customer service to where they enjoy coming back in and they feel safe coming back in to you. So those, those are some things that are more strategy driven versus luck driven. Okay. And if you look at those three things in your business right now, I promise you that you'll probably be able to see a little bit of, Ooh, here's what I need to do in order to increase my sales. Here's what I need to educate myself on or teach and educate my team on so that they're more aware because, you know, luck is in, the, is in the strategy. And mapping out all your success factors is going to help you in this rebuilding process that we're in right now. But you got to be aware of the winds of change, okay? You can't just bank on everything's good right now. Uh, my business is kind of maintaining a steady course at this point in time. You have to still plan for those winds of change and, uh, and trust that um, you know how to be able to get out of them and, strat and create that strategy for them. All right, so I want you to look at the number of clients. I want you to look at the total number of daily clients and how that compared from 2019 to 2020. That will, that will 
be a good predictor of how what the loss of clients is at this point. And some of you might be up because you might have actually gained more business due to other people, unfortunately, closing down. All right. And then the third thing I want you to look at is how many of them are new compared to existing clients and what are the strategies you're going to do in order to create repeat business with the new ones and create more value opportunities for the existing ones. All right. Okay. Now I have two opportunities for you guys to better educate yourself. One, I promise you guys is book a free strategy session with me. We'll look at these numbers. We'll look at whatever it is that's most important to you. Maybe you're struggling with hiring people. Maybe you're struggling with um, how to be able to get new clients to walk in your door book a free strategy session with me so that we can talk about these things and that you can see maybe there's an opportunity where you do need the support that is going to help you get to that next level. And if that's what you're interested in, then you're going to go with connectwithbonnie.com, connectwithbonnie.com. And that's going to put you right on my calendar to be able to have this free strategy session with me. And, um, We'll look at a specific area of your business and pull out a strategy so that you can implement it and see how it goes. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, and I've been talking about my hiring course for a long time here. And as you guys, it's very powerful. We did a five-day boot camp back in December. And this five-day boot camp kind of gives you all of the, you know, what, why, who, where, when. It answers all of those questions for you to be more competent and confident in hiring new people. Like, where are you going to find them? What, what do you need to cater to? What's the approach and the language and the words that you need to use in order to start to recruit these, this particular younger generation that I'm going to call them? And, if, and I have it right now on sale for $47. So it's five 45-minute sessions, workbooks included, and it's only $47. And if you want, want to purchase that, you can go to soshiringcourse.com. So soshiringcourse.com. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me today. Appreciate you being here. And listen, we're all about building the brands to help you survive and developing people for you to thrive. Be sure to join us next week. We're going to be talking about sales again, because remember, there's not any luck in increasing your sales either. It's all about strategy.